Thank you, Jesus.
Kalumala Kitumbala Ata. My God. Shalom afternoon everyone. Shalom, 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 shalom. shalom. Yeah, the devil is in trouble this afternoon. My God. My God, my God, my God. Yeah. My God, the devil is in a serious trouble. Something glorious is about to happen to your destiny. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. This afternoon, the Lord has set in motion testimonies. Testimonies. Testimonies, specifically financial testimonies, I tell you. Hey, Zelo Get ready, keep sharing, just keep sharing. Within a few minutes, we are going to zoom into prayer. We are hijacking the glory of our finances. My God, my God, my God. The devil is in trouble. Keep sharing, keep sharing. Invite your friends and loved ones. Tell them that the God of miracle money has lifted his hand this afternoon. My God. Some of you will be shocked how the Lord will start touching the hearts of people to bless you financially. The same person you call that said he doesn't have money. Yeah. Get ready, get ready. God punished the devil. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. We are about to lift up prayer. And whoever that has held on to your finances will fall down in the name of the Lord Jesus. Anything that must fetch you money today by the superior blood of Jesus, it will release that which is meant for you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Get ready for a release. 
Shelemeli katumba la hatabahas. My God. My God. My God. Shalamohu tasahaba. From next week, if you are looking for Jesus, come to my room. My God. My son said, Okay, I now understand. The glory of the Lord is about to envelop us like never before. I tell you. For a move, there is a new dimension that the Lord has prepared to release unto His people, people of God. Hey. A new dimension. Ah, what kind of life? Today you are hot and you are on fire for God. Tomorrow you are cold. Today you are financially sound. Tomorrow you are down. Today, academics and things are going well. Tomorrow, things are getting destroyed. Today, academic, everything is fine, relationship, but tomorrow, there is a certain agenda of the enemy to make sure that you doubt God when he speaks about something he will do for you. And he, he tries to make you doubt by linking your focus to the things that you prayed for that you did not receive. <laughs> but the devil is a bastard. We know. We know that he is a bastard. And he will surely continue to be a bastard. Hey. I tell you, that kind of on and off Christian life, it must be put to an end. It is possible for a believer to live on this earth as if there is no Satan. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There are people when they are speaking, it is not that they are bragging. They know. They know. There is a realm in your Christian walk. When you want to go and buy something for God, you don't think about the amount of money that will be left. Uh-huh. Some of you, when you are even supposed to buy things for your own self, you start thinking. 
If I buy this, what am I going to use? What? That kind of financial hardship today, we will bury it in the name of Jesus. See how unbelievers waste money. Somebody can invest five million Ghana cities in in date date rush. And you a believer that you need money to sponsor godly stuff. You don't even have. But God punish the devil. God punish the devil. I said, God punish the devil. We are going to pray. I want to say some few things about destiny fulfillment. Destiny fulfillment. Many of us don't understand destiny and how it must be fulfilled. I'm believing God for grace. Hey! Kenomoliatis, Apandakula Atis, Selwa Katalis, Sombrina Kisolata Samaladiakas, Isola Matiniko Pamana Atandis. The devil is in trouble. Uh, whoever has sat on your finances, Manakuala Astahai, let them rise in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey, 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 that newborn baby that the enemy is trying to attack, we declare that the hands of the enemy wither and die in the name of the Lord Jesus. When they stretch for their fingers to touch that child, we, we cut that hand off in the name of the Lord Jesus. When they lie on their beds and devise evil schemes against you, they will never rise from that bed. Whatever they plotted in their minds will overtake them on that bed. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That which they imagine on their pillows. I stand on the altar of my father, the major prophet KKD. Let them be enslaved in their own evil schemes. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are not somebody they attack. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. The Bible said God declared a word upon the Israelites when they are when they were leaving Egypt to the promised land. And this was the word of God. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. This was the declared word of God upon the children of Israel. And the Bible said, because this word, because of this word that God declared, the Bible said, God destroyed many nations because of that one word. God, he killed kings because of that word. Immediately, God told the children of Israel, get out of Egypt and go to the promised land. He declared the word and said, I speak this over your lives. You will not be touched. Hey, nobody will harm you. You are my anointed. And the Bible said, whilst the Israelites were on their way, passing through the wilderness to the promised land, anytime they are getting close to a particular country, the people would devise ways and means 
to rise against the Israelites, even though they were going on their own way. But the other countries thought that they were coming to destroy them. So they decided to take the first attack. And God said, You are mad. Don't you know what I've declared on my people? You are mad. Don't you know these are anointed ones? Don't you know, according to what my prophet declared and said, that even the yokes that is upon the necks of my people shall be broken by the anointing? Even if you succeed in putting a yoke on their necks, I will break that yoke by my anointing. How much more when you have not placed any yoke on them? And still my anointing is working on If you try to touch them, you will die. There is an anointing that prevents the devil from assaulting a believer. I'm telling you. I declare that today that oil will be released upon you. They tried to attack your business. A certain invisible hand will slap them. Manomu meritai. They try to attack your finances. Their own finances will disappear. I tell you, I tell you, it is time to declare. Who born that devil? Who born that devil? I declare that whatever they have said against you, let them be trapped in their own sins. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You will experience what God has prepared for you. I tell you, you will experience it in the name of the Lord Jesus. My God, my God, my God. We are about to lift serious prayers into our finances. By the time we end, some of you, some of you, some of you, my God, my God. My God, my God, the Lord is about to open the heavens on your finances. The Lord is about to open the heavens on your finances. And I tell you, you will be shocked. You will be shocked. You will never lack. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. My God, my God. Salama kuntele meko bahai. Get ready, get ready to fire prayer. Can I tell you something about destiny fulfillment before we declare prayer? Follow me, follow me carefully. I want to, I want to ignite a certain fire on the inside of you. I want you to rise up from that seat on which you are seated. I want you to get up from that bed and shout, I will fulfill my destiny. <laughs> you don't know. of that glorious destiny God has placed upon you. Some people want to cut your life short. Something is happening right now. I just saw three angels being released. And all of them are clothed with fire. I'm seeing them like fiery beings right now. 
something is about to happen this afternoon. Something is about to happen this afternoon. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Get ready for a move. Get ready for a move. Any personality assigned against your destiny. Ah, I stand on the altar of my father, the major prophet KKD, and I declared, let their projections be aborted. If they want you dead, they will die. If they want your finances to go down, theirs will go down. If they want your children to die, their own children will die. Ah, ah, if they want you to fall sick, they will find themselves in complications of sicknesses. It will serve as a warning to others. Ah, and they will shout and say, Hey, as for Becklin, she is a woman we do not touch negatively. As for Dakka Prince, we cannot touch him. As for Priscilla, we are not supposed to get close. For there is a God, hey, Malus Katai. There is a God that makes sure that not any evil will come near his dwelling. I declare upon your destiny today, a hedge of fire is built around everything that belongs to you. Ah, the word of God said that when the children of God, when the sons of God came to heaven to present themselves before God, Satan was amongst them. And God asked him, hey, Satan, from whence cometh thou? And he said, from the to and fro and the left and right movement on the earth that brought me here. And the Lord said, has thou considered my servant Job, seeing that among all the earth he is the one that eschewed evil, for he fears God. And this man is an upright man in all the earth. And the Bible said, and Satan looked in the eyes of God and said, It is because you have given him wealth and so many things that is why he serves you. If you like, take away all these things from him. And you will know whether he loves you or not. And the Bible said, God permitted Satan to go and touch the thing that Job has. And after touching these things, we shall see. But God gave him a strong warning. God said, you can touch whatever belongs to him. But as for his heart, touch it not. For that is my throne. That is my sitting place. The heart of man is the throne of God. Do you know what God was trying to do? The Bible says that wherever the heart of a man is, his treasures are. So God was trying to check whether Job loved him from his heart or he loved him because of the things. So if Job had left God after the things have been destroyed, then it means that the heart of Job was in the things. But the Bible said, the day the devil went there the first time, when he went to Job, he realized that a hedge of fire had been built around him. When Satan entered into the house of Job, he realized that even the small chicken that was walking about, he could not kill. Why? Satan came back to God and said, Ah, God, you told me to go and destroy things around Job. How come? God said, Abba, why? Didn't you destroy? He said, But you have built.
built a hedge around him and all that belongs. My goodness, my goodness. That means that a man can be encamped round about by the hedge of the Lord. And you know what the Bible said? He that breaketh the hedge, the serpent shall bite. Until that hedge is broken, there is no way the serpent can bite a man. Today, I built a hedge of fire around you. Not just your life, but around everything that belongs to you. Even your phone, it is not permitted to fall down until you are in need of a new one. That your two CDs will not disappear from your hands. Today, I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, whatever belongs to you, let the Lord God Almighty build a hedge of fire that devil is not permitted to touch it in the name of Jesus. Get ready to fire prayer. Uh, the devil does not know all things about you. Put this at the back of your mind. There are certain things he does not know. Hey, if the Pharaoh, <coughs> if Pharaoh knew that the same Moses that his daughter brought to him and into his palace as a young boy, that he fed him and trained him in all the wisdom of Egypt. If Pharaoh knew that this was the same young man that would drown me in the Red Sea, he would have killed Moses when he was young. The devil does not know all things about you. He does not know all things about you. He does not know all things about you. Don't, don't, don't live your life as if everything about you the devil knows. He's not God. The devil is not God. The devil is not God. The reason why he got to know some things was because you told a friend that is connected to him. You told a friend that is connected to the devil. That is why the enemy got to know some things. But you know what? There is a certain dimension. Hey, the devil is in trouble this afternoon. I'm telling you. The devil is in trouble this afternoon. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I want to open your eyes on something before we declare this prayer. People of God, we are here on this earth not to survive. I have been saying this and I will say it again. That the world has a different understanding about life. When we say life, the one that created all things is God. He's the one that made the world. And he has prepared how life is supposed to be lived on this world. If you don't know God, you are not alive. Anybody that does not know God is already dead before the sight of God. And if you get to know God, the Bible said this is eternal life. That you will know the one and true God. This is eternal life. That you will know the one and true God. Eternal life is knowing God. That means the very day you get to know God, you will start living a certain kind of life. That life is called eternal life. And in that life, we don't fall sick. In that life, we don't get broken. In that life, nothing rises against us. That means any time that all things are rising against you, you are not living that life to an expected point. You need to rise. You need to rise. You need to rise. Listen, people of God. Put this at the back of your mind. We are not here to survive. The world has an understanding about life. To them, a young man thinks that 
Life is when he has gone to school. He, after school, he got a job. He's got some money. He got married, gave birth to children, bought a house, bought a car, started taking care of the mother and the children and everybody. Then at the end of it all, he would die and go. Listen to this. Let me break your heart small. That is not life. That is not life. So if you are here and that is your mindset and your plan about life, you are, you are, you are not living a life. Before God, you are not alive. Put this at the back of your mind. If that is the meaning of life to you, if that is the meaning of life to you, then I'm sorry to let you know you have missed it. You are actually not living a life, you have not started living. You have not started living. There is a way that God has prepared life to be. There is a reason why God gave what we call life. So you are here on this earth not for you to just walk about and survive. There is a purpose for your life. There is a purpose for your life. And that purpose is called destiny. Destiny. So when God calls you, there is a destiny He has called you to fulfill on this earth. If you don't fulfill destiny, you are nothing before God. This is not an insult, this is reality. Listen to me. I have realized there are many Christians who actually don't understand destiny. They only come to church, they are looking for breakthroughs. They are looking for traveling. They are looking for marriage. And you just look at them and you don't understand I try as much as I can to let you know, my dear, no matter the anointing that you carry on your head, if you lack the, the reason why God gave you that anointing, you have wasted about 80% of the purpose of that oil. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. If you don't know the reason why God anointed you, so there are many young people we are crying and fasting for anointing but we don't even know the reason why why god anoints men we don't know we don't know the purpose of an anointing will go deep into the matter of opening destiny before the eyes of the one who is being anointed you need to understand these things it will help you we are here to fulfill a destiny. So the reason why you are alive today, the reason why you are alive today, necessarily is not for you to marry. It is not for you to travel. It is not for you to buy a car. It is not for you to buy a house. Even though some of these things are good, and they are good in the sense that they help you fulfill a destiny. Any house you get that does not help you fulfill your destiny is a waste. It is Babylon. It can kill you. Listen to what I'm saying. Any husband you get that does not help you fulfill destiny is a killer of your destiny. Listen to what I'm saying. That is why 
the first thing you need to know as a person is to know your destiny. I'm about to say something very, very big. I'm about to say something very, very big. Now, the easiest way to discover your destiny according to the plots and the plans of God is for a person to be a believer. The easiest way to discover destiny is for the person to be a believer. So the very day you became a Christian, you actually was that is what God actually says sees that you are now born to the earth. So if you are walking on this earth and you are not yet born again, the heavenly radar does not pick you as a human being on this earth. According to God. So you are celebrating your birthday, but heaven does not know you. Because heaven is so focused on assignment and purpose. And the only time you can start living to fulfill assignment is when you get born again. That is to say, anybody that is not a believer is not alive. It's as simple as that. I don't care who the person is. Whether the person bought cars for poor people, whether the person bought houses for poor people, the person is not you the person is still dead. You are not counted among men that lived on earth. You will die and find yourself somewhere else, not before God. There is where you understand that destiny fulfillment is not about the things you get in this world. Understand what I'm saying? Destiny fulfillment is not about the things you get in this world. You can get money, go to orphanage homes, you can build an orphanage home and give the people money, always be feeding them. You can do all the good things you want to do in this world. But if you are not a Christian, if you are not born again, all that you are doing is not registered. You have done nothing. That is why I said what I'm about to say is big. Naturally, everybody will clap for you for the good thing you have done for people. But you know what? Good things will never give life. It is Christ that gives life. It is only Christ that gives life. Not good things. That is why we need we need to evangelize and bring people into the kingdom of God because there are many people we are working with who are not Christians but we talk with them eat with them do everything with them but before God they are dead they are not alive but we that are alive why can't we use our life to revive them from the dead and let them join the Christian kingdom This is the main reason why people that are fulfilling destiny, they are few. I'm telling you. I remember some time ago, I had a vision. The Lord lifted me in the clouds. I saw a lot of seeds in the clouds. And I saw 
most of these seats were empty. And I asked the Lord, What am I seeing? And He said, These empty seats are people that are dead and gone without fulfilling destiny. I'm telling you, they are dead and gone without fulfilling destiny. People of God, we are here on this earth to fulfill a destiny. So, the first thing you would that would be a great blessing to you is for you to first discover your destiny. I'm about to say another big thing. So, listen to what I'm about to say. There is a difference between destiny and destination. Let me take my time and say this one very well. Carefully. There is a difference between destiny and destination. And I've realized that we, the Christians, we have actually lost our path. Oh! Can I say what I'm about to say? The very day you think, as a Christian, that after all, where we are going is heaven. You have lost 60% of destiny. Uh-huh. That's why I say what I'm about to say is big. The very day, all you are fighting for is to end up in heaven. The very day that thing enters into your mind and you begin to live your life according to that path, you have lost 60% of destiny. Why am I saying this? I told you, heaven is not the destination. Where man actually was made from, eh, it is far beyond heaven. We passed through heaven and we appeared on this earth. And you know what? We will pass through heaven and go to where we came from. That is why all the people that were with us in Christ and they are dead, they are still waiting in heaven. That is not their permanent place. They are still waiting in heaven. And you know what? Jesus will come to the earth. And when he comes, he will come with all these people that are dead and are with him. And he will come and live with us on this earth. But this time around, when he's coming to this earth again, he will, by then the earth would have been changed. When he's coming, he will come with a different heaven and a different earth. I will take time and teach on that. He will come with a different earth and a different heaven. It is called the new Jerusalem. The heavenly Jerusalem. And when he releases that to the earth, we all will live on this earth with him and reign. Listen, heaven is not the goal. Don't be deceived. <laughs> Some of you still don't understand what I'm saying. You still don't understand because that is what the pastors told you. And you believe your pastor. Pa. I'm not saying your pastor is, is false. No, 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 no. It is only in Africa when somebody gets a doctrine wrong, they think that the person is not from God. Why did we start thinking of all these kind of things? 
Listen. If you study the scriptures very well, I'm about to say something heavy. Can I say it? I think I will need time for teaching to teach on this one. <laughs> Do you remember a time came Jesus said, There are many mansions in my father's house. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I will come for, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And when I am done, I will come and pick you. And he said, And where I am, you will dwell with me. Now, listen to what Jesus was saying. If you understand English carefully, you will know. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. He said, There are many mansions. Say mansions. Oh, I wish I could open our eyes a little bit. When we say a mansion, what comes to your mind? The very day you hear the word mansion, what comes to your mind? A house. A house. But can I tell you something? Ah, do you know? Do you know eh, that the temple that the Israelites built, it was also called the house of God? Do you know? And do you know that your body is the temple of God? And do you know that your body actually is a house? If you now know that your body is a house, then I want to let you know the kind of mansion Jesus is going to prepare for you. So that you will not know it is a building that has roofing sheets, but it is actually a body which is for you. <laughs> so Paul made us understand. So many of you, Mojin, say, <coughs> I don't want to talk plenty, but I want to give you a scripture so that you understand. You remember ah, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Eh? Jesus said, Jesus said something, eh? he said. Something is kicking in my spirit. The Bible said, David wanted to build a house for God. So when you read the book of Psalm 132, David made mention of it. He said, I will not put sleep on my eyes, neither will I put slumber on my eyelids, until I find a place for the God of my salvation to dwell. David was planning to build a house for God. God appeared to David and said, No, you have fought many battles. There are a lot of blood on your hands. You cannot build a house for me. But I, the Lord, I am going to build a house that was not built by human hands. So the main, oh Jesus Christ, the main temple that God is trying to build is a temple that no human being built it. 
And you know, when Jesus came to the earth, he was walking with the disciples. He entered into the temple of God and saw that they were doing merchandise. They were selling things and he got angry. He started beating the people. And when he came out of the temple, he looked and stretched forth his hand towards the temple and said, This temple that you are seeing, I will pull it down in three days and build it again. And the disciples and the people around said, Hey, we used 46 good years to build this temple. How can you build this one in three days? And the Bible said, For Jesus, they did not know that Jesus was talking about the temple of his body. The temple of his body. The temple of his body. So Jesus was actually going to build a certain. So you see, the physical temple was broken. But another temple that was built not with human hands. No human eyes has actually seen that it was being built. I want to open your eyes on something. Right? When, you, when you study the book of First and Second Chronicles, you understand that the temple that Solomon built... And the young guy, the name Solomon actually is from the word Shalom, which means peace, peace, peace. And we all know that Jesus Christ is actually the Prince of Peace. So the word Solomon actually is the word Shalom, which means peace. So God, Jesus actually manifested himself as Solomon to build the temple. And according to Jewish history, and when you even read the book of 1 Chronicles and 2 Chronicles, you understand that the Bible said, the children of Israel, none of them had even the noise of any kind of nail or hammer or any brick that was falling to the ground, nothing, until they saw that the temple was built. They never had anything. This is how God used to build the temple, which is our body, in a way that no man could have a say in that temple. I'm about to say something heavy. I'm about to say everything. Hello, Moku Sapahatis. My God. Now the Bible said Oh Holy Ghost help us Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 1 Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 Somebody should post it here right now Second Corinthians Chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 I want to open your eyes on what we are actually looking for 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 quickly quickly good the Bible said for we know that if our earthly house this tent is destroyed which tent is Paul talking about which tent is Paul talking about here I want somebody to okay let me let me read it to the end so that you understand what Paul is trying to say he said for we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For, for in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed with our habitation, which is from heaven. Ah, look at what Paul is trying to say. 
Paul is talking about a building. He's talking about a house. He said, This one, this our body that we, we have, it is called a house, it is called a tent. Tent, tent. And he said, This one is an earthly tent. It was brought out from our mothers and fathers. And you get this, you got this body. So you either look like your mother or your father. Chromosomes were, were contributed from your parents before you got this. But God said, This is what Paul is saying. He said that this earthly tent, which is our body that we have, we know it will, even if it will be destroyed, we know it will be destroyed. But we have a building from God. <laughs> We have a building from God. So do you understand something? There is a building waiting for you in heaven. That building is not a building that we have roofing seat. It is a body. It is a body. This body is the reason why we grow. So Paul said, we groan right now. We begin to shout in prayer. Oh God. He said, we groan so that this house will clothe us. And this house now, Paul can. You best send it to send you. Yes, sir. So that people will not see the infirmities in, in that old body. But they will see the beauty of that garment. So people of God, this your body is a house. So if Jesus said, in my father's house there are many mansions, he's actually talking about your body. There is a body he's preparing for you. And that body is the reason why we are here on this earth. Why we groan. We are here on this earth to groan. So that we, we will receive that body. For this is the kind of body that God prepared for us in the beginning. This is how Adam and Eve were in the garden until we fell and we became like this. Our life source was in the glory of God. But when we fell, the life source now shifted into the blood. And our mothers and fathers are right now the progenitors of our bodies. But Jesus said, He's going to prepare a certain mansion. There are many mansions. And He said, The very day that He will be coming from the heavens, them that are dead and are with him in heaven, they will also descend with him. But when the trumpet of God sounds, those that are dead will rise first. Where are they rising from? They are rising from their thrones with Jesus in heaven. And they will descend on this earth. They are not rising from their graves. Because they are now in the heavens, seated on the throne with Christ. They are not coming from a certain grave in a cemetery. But they are coming from the thrones in heaven. For they are not supposed to rule in heaven. They are supposed to rule with Jesus on this earth. But we that are not dead and are here and remain... We shall also be changed. Our bodies will look like them as they are coming from heaven. We shall be clothed with that body. We that are alive and are not dead, our bodies shall be changed. And it will look like them who are coming from heaven. For at that time, our bodies would have been prepared. That mansion, that building that we have, which is from God.
But when them that are dead and are seated on their thrones with Christ, the Bible said the Lord Himself shall descend with ten thousands myriads of His saints. So those that are dead and are with the Lord in heaven, when the trumpet sounds, they will descend. And as they are getting up from their thrones, it is called that they are getting up, they shall be resurrected. They will come to the earth, and by then, their bodies that the Lord prepared for them would have been given to them. And as they are coming, we that are on this earth and are not dead yet, the Bible said we shall be changed. Our bodies will be changed, and it will look like their own. And we shall meet the changing of our bodies. Is what the Bible calls we shall be caught up with them. It is not, we are not running to heaven. Even Jesus and his saints are coming from heaven. Where are we running to? The assignment is on the earth. We need to fulfill an assignment. The devil is trying to take over the earth. He wants to destroy the matters of the earth. But God, the Bible said, in Psalm 116 verse 15, the Bible said, the heaven, even the heavens belong to God, but the earth has he given to the children of men. We are supposed to take over the earth and rule with the Lord Jesus. That is not how the Lord prepared things to be on this earth. The world must be shaped for Christ. How come a river that God made himself and they called that river Antoine, it was for a certain purpose, but the devil twisted things. And right now that river called Antoine is being used to kill human beings that already had dominion over it. How come that dogs right now chase after human beings? Who are they? How can a man name a dog? And the dog will now chase after the man and bite him. There is a trouble. This is an error. Something has happened. The system of God has been turned upside down. And that is why the Bible said, when we get born again and we begin to groan, we are taking back the glory that we lost in the garden. And the Bible said, all creation, they are waiting earnestly for the manifestation of the sons of God. There is a certain building that has been locked up in our spirit that must come upon us. We must be clothed with that building. I was here, and when this building comes upon us as a cloth, that is when we have become the sons of God, manifesting our true self. And that is when all creation will be delivered. That is when Antoine will be delivered from the hands of that demon. That is when dogs that were biting human beings will now come to believe and obey the voice of men once again. That is when, when all things that have been turned upside down, that is when even the sea will be afraid to drown a human being. That is when even a stone will be afraid to cause a man to fall down. That is when all things will be afraid of men because we have assumed our position. How can Adam name all things? And now all things are fighting against Adam. Ah, the devil has twisted something. The devil wants us to live this earth so that he will take advantage of the systems of the earth. But he's a bastard. He's a liar. We have come to know the truth. The Bible said, for one generation cometh and another also come. But the earth abideth forever. For we have been made to 
take rulership over the earth. We have been made to bring the kingdom of God from the heavens to the earth. That is why he said, when you are praying, pray therefore after this manner. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hey, we are here to bring down the will of God, which is done in heaven on this earth. We are not here to jump to heaven. We are here to heal the sick. We are here to command the blind eyes to open so that heaven will be on earth. We are here to change the systems of this world. We are here to speak to presidents and tell them you can't amass the world onto your own and call the children of God to suffer. Hey, we are here to tell the devil you are in trouble. Take your filthy hands of the children of God. We have come to prove to the devil we are the masters of the earth. God gave the earth unto us. That is why he said, Have I not said that thou art God, and all of you are the children of the Most High? The devil cannot be the God of this world. That position has been taken away from him. If we are the God, we then must manifest our God dimension on the earth. And the manifestation of our God dimension on earth is when we say, The sons of God are manifesting themselves. This is what all creation are waiting for. At the other time, when we were standing under the almond tree, when we were standing under the mango tree, if only you had the ears to hear, the tree was speaking to you that, hey, witches always stand on me. And they use me to kill people. Witches will always meet on my branches. And they will use me to kill people. I was not made for the killing of men. So as you are standing here, I can see you are a son of God. Manifest yourself. Deliver me this mango tree from the hands of witches. Ah, if only you had the ears to hear. You could hear that the other time when you are standing in front of that river, the river was speaking to you. There is a spirit living inside me. Ah, it was not supposed to live inside me. When they cast people with that river, the people die. I am not supposed to kill men. You are the one that God has sent to deliver me. Why don't you pray? Why don't you manifest your sonship and deliver me from the hands of the enemy? Ah, ah, that the Lord will open our eyes for us to see how things manifested in the Garden of Eden when all lions were moving towards Adam and they were hearing the voice of Adam. That is what Daniel manifested in the lions then when he was thrown to the lions then. They thought that the lions would tear him apart but Daniel remembered what was written and he said I remember many many years ago Adam called all the lions and said I named you therefore heed to my voice do what I say and the moment Daniel remembered that he spoke to the lions I am an Adam here manifesting my true self therefore hearken to my voice and the Bible said that all the lions were, they all fell down and they obeyed the voice of Daniel, what are we seeing in this time? We are trying to run away to heaven and leave the earth for the devil. Listen, the devil doesn't care whether you go to heaven or not. Heaven actually is not the goal. If that is so, why don't you jump to heaven the very day you get born again? God will still let you remain on this earth after receiving the Lord Jesus because there is an assignment for you to fulfill on this earth. We are not supposed to run away to 
heaven. We are supposed to bring heaven to the earth. Don't run away. Stand on your grounds. Enter your family once again. Snatch the marriages of all the women. Give it back to them. Tell your mother, the mommy, you will not experience any marriage issues again. So long as I am here, I came to tell you the Lord is going to cause things to be aligned. There is what we say that the kingdom of God has manifested on the earth. When we go to places and we talk about Jesus, we see the blind people, we lay hands on them, they recover their sight. Ah, why are we running away as believers? Why are you running away from your assignment? We have come to this earth to fulfill a purpose. We are not here to run away and go to heaven. Even Jesus is coming down to the earth with those that are dead. Where are you running to? Hey. People of God, have you realized that you plan to build a church for a certain ministry? But later, a certain man of God told you that a day will be a waste. So the other way, you understand, so you decided to stop building the house for the church. You did. You see, you see what on the bonsamoye. So who near bonsamoye? Ah, no cryira. Ewe nyamia solimu. I'm telling you, no cryira. The truth is missing. Oh. If you look through our scripture, it is not even the plan of God. It is very funny how people think. Let me just. You see, it is very funny. People think that we will all die and go to heaven. And when you ask them, what are you going to do in heaven? They say, we will go and worship. So we stand in heaven and sing throughout eternity. Hey, where did we learn these things from? There is nothing like that in the purpose of God. Who told you that Moses and all those that are dead are worship? They are singing worship songs. Who told you? Do you know the plan of God? That God created us to come and worship Him. It is not true. Uh, you, see, you see where the whole understanding has shifted to. And when you ask them what is worship, they think holding microphone and singing slow songs with strings. That is worship. <laughs> oh, yes, you it. It's almost a new voice number ending. Ah. 
we really need to understand certain things. Listen to me. I'm about to say something. Today, I don't know why this whole thing has shifted. But listen, heaven is there. Hell is there. Yes. Heaven is there. Hell is there. These two places are there. But I want to say something. <laughs> If you look throughout scripture, oh damn, I think one day we'll have time when we start talking about.、Um, You know, the end times will go into that more. Yeah, let me, let me marry first. So please, let me, let me finish getting married. Yeah, then we'll go into the, mat- <laughs> into the matters of the end times. It's, it's a serious matter. And I think, yeah, you see, that session on end times, I know it will go viral. Because the church must understand these things. The church must understand these things. Can you all hear me, please? Yeah. The church must understand these things. Because you see, that is why many people can't read the book of Revelations. They just don't want to read. Because it looks so strange to them. And I'm believing God that by His grace, I'm going to take my time and break things down. We'll just go deep into the Greek, the Hebrew. Everybody will understand this. I'm telling you. And the Lord will help us. Because there are many things we are missing. We are missing a lot. It's one, the moment your tear. And throne, we have actually assumed that one as the truth. It is the moment the truth comes, now quite say, no moment here in throne, then we start tagging people. That's the, that's the serious matter here. Listen, heaven is there, hell is there. But the question is, what does the Bible say about heaven? What does the Bible say about hell? I'm going to take my time to teach all these things. But listen, there is a reason why you are here on this earth. There is a reason why you are here on this earth. What the word is in the journey of the way, who said, you are made free heaven or do buy. And I said, Brass, I see so. With me, Jai Bonina, or Papa, and Kuan, I'm a sad walk of heaven. Baby, I'm a do free buy. Does it really make sense? Does it really make sense? So now the question is people say, and we all know that God is all knowing. So when God is even about to create somebody, so if God knows that the person will go to hell, I didn't know that God knows 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 You always have questions to ask God. I'm telling you. If you don't understand, because some of these things, your pastor c o m e back and say, This one is very easy to understand. This small thing, the kind of thing that we don't understand about God, this one is theology. Simple thing. 
we have not even entered into the theosophies and the, you know, may God have mercy on us. It's a serious matter. of God, let us understand all these things. It will help us. We are here on this earth to fulfill a destiny. And you see, destiny is so wide and big. And you need to understand every bit of it. You need to understand every bit of it. You need to understand every bit of it. And the way God planned and formed destiny he made it in such a way that even if you miss one path, you'll be found in another that can still help you fulfill what you have called to do. Maybe not to the f- fullness, but you are still in it. So you see, the way I told you, I was actually speaking of the fact that destiny is the declared will of God concerning a man's life. There is a will. There is a will. When your father is about to die and he prepares a will for a lawyer he will say when my son who is now three years old gets to the age of 15 that's my red car let him take it when he gets to the age of 16 let that my big company be given to him when he gets to so every part of your life has been planned according to the will that your father has documented so god before he made you he wrote something about your life. Whatever you are supposed to do, whatever you are supposed to get, everything. And I want to let you understand this. That what God wrote was actually in three dimensions. What God wrote, which is your destiny, was in three dimensions. So the Bible said, in the book of Romans chapter 12, Verse 2 downwards, the Bible says that be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you will know what the will of God is, which is good, acceptable, and perfect. So, the will of God actually is in three dimensions we have the good will of God, the acceptable will of God, and the perfect will of God. So, these are the three main dimensions a person's destiny is fashioned into so there are human beings on this earth that are actually walking in the perfect will of god of their destinies in fact that is the highest dimension of your destiny there's a if you miss that perfect there is another one called good if you miss that good there's another one called acceptable so god has actually made even though the good will not be as the perfect and the acceptable will also not be as the good. But you are still in the confines of what we call destiny. But if you miss the perfect, the good, and the acceptable, if you miss all these dimensions, it means you did not live on this earth. Everybody was clapping for it. They all got to know you. 
but you never lived through any of these three dimensions, you are not known in heaven. I'm telling you, this is why you need to look for destiny. Even those listen, and I want to let you understand something. I told you, say, destiny is the spiritual path of your soul. Assignment I will cry Do you know that the deity you subject your soul to can determine a destiny for you? But according to the Nyanko the God Himself that made your soul has three paths of destiny for you to pass through. But if you decide not to be a believer, why need Christ to need a different path? Has been created for you based on the one that you have subjected your soul to. So if you are a Muslim, then Allah has a path, and He calls that one destiny for you. And it is it can never be aligned to that which God has prepared for you. This is why I said this. Anybody that is not a Christian, according to the realm of God, that person is not living life. I'm telling you. It's as simple as that. You can't talk about destiny and forget God. No, 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 no. He's the, he's, the he's the creator and the maker of destiny. So if you want to enter into destiny and fulfill it, you see, it is so sad. And I made a statement the other time I said, your destiny is quite is different from your life. Wonkwan is different from Oshebre. So your life must believe the entire you have life is for you to fulfill destiny. That is it. Let me make it simple. We, are, we have all studied. We are going to write exams. I have five pens. The reason why I have the pen, I'm a dual examination hall in analysis. Something is in my brain which I have studied that I'm going to write. So what the knowledge that is inside your brain will now become your destiny. But without life, which is the pen, you cannot fulfill destiny. Are you getting the picture here? So anybody that has life has a chance of fulfilling destiny. But the fact that you are living does not mean you are fulfilling destiny. In fact, when you, the word living is different in the sight of God. I'm telling you, in the sight of God, living is different. Because will be tiasia. It is much more on destiny than anything. That is why to God, at that, you will get born again. Is the day God sees that you have been born. Actually. Oh my, twenty eight years. You have not yet discovered destiny. You are not born again. When we check the archives of heaven, your name is not part. You are not living. So God sees all those people as dead people. That is why the Bible called them lost people. Lost. They are dead and they are lost. The very day, I'm about to say something very heavy. Men can tell. Good. There is something called the book of life. The book of life. Now, 
the book of life actually has two main dimensions we have the book of life that is actually a book that every human being that has been born by a mother and a father has his name written in that one god keeps that book everybody it is called a book of life but there is another book of life it is called the lamb's book of life the lamb's book of life that book of life it is for jesus the lamb's book of life Okay, Revelation chapter 21, verse 27. Revelation chapter 21, verse 27. The Bible said, And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. So we have the Lamb's book of life, and we have book of life which contains the names of everybody that is on this earth, that is a human being from God. The Lamb's book of life is actually what matters. I wish I had time to go into these things. The very day a person gets born again, receives the Lamb of God, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, his name is written in the Lamb's book of life. That is when we say you are alive, you are living life. Because the Bible said, as many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That life is actually the Lamb's life. So anybody that has that life has already believed in the Son of God. Therefore, your name must be written in that Son of God's book. So anybody whose name is found in the Lamb's book of life is having eternal life. Are you all with me here? good and that is when we say that you have started what we call life or destiny people of god we need to be very focused and be highly spiritual life is not as we see it i'm telling you life is not as we see it so some of us we lived our lives are doing all i'll come and i'll be a doctor in future i'll be an engineer i'll be this i'll be this i'll be this not the one that made you you have not even asked him to know where he wants you to be how can you even live life out to the age of 25 before a prophet now tells you you are going to be a prophet hey 
So all the 25 years, what did you do? You wasted. And you see, people died in that period of that 25 years. They never became the prophet God prepared for them. That is why sometimes, eh? very spiritual. Don't just give birth without knowing what the child is supposed to do. It's a waste. You are a bad mother or father. I'm telling you. What is wrong with you? Because it's not Take your time. Discover destiny. How many of us have read this book? The gods are not to blame. The gods are not to blame. When they gave birth to that child, they took the child to a fetish priest to discover what the child is supposed to do. Because at that time, they were, their souls had been subjected to the gods. It was the gods that determined their destiny. Odewale and all those people. I'm telling you. Some of them, the moment they hear that you are about two or three months pregnant, they will go and look into So if there is an eye that can look into the destiny of a child that is not yet born, what are you talking about? There is an eye that can look into the destiny of a child that is not yet born and see what the child is supposed to become. When, we are, when it comes to the point of even naming your children, all the one who say, I'm not sure what I'm going to do, 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 what I'm going to do. Many mothers and fathers, God will punish them. I'm telling you, God will punish them. God will punish them. Many mothers and fathers. <laughs> I'm telling you, and some of you that are, you are listening to me right now, eh? Will be on my own. The destiny or the ones assisting and say you should come and give birth to a certain prophet called Prophet Joshua, and that Prophet Joshua will destroy the works of the enemy and raise giants unto God. I remember some time ago, Apostle Joshua Selman made a statement. He said, he knows that the main reason why he said he should give birth to him. I'm telling you. And the day the woman gave birth to Apostle Joshua Selman, the man got to know that the woman has already fulfilled her assignment. I'm telling you. Some of you, you are actually the reason why the devil is going to cry in the United States of America. All because you will give birth to a son that will go and stay in the U.S. And that will let the devil be destroyed. But you don't know. All spiritual parents. And the moment this thing, the devil is in it, oh, the devil is in it. He will make sure he will shift the focus and the destiny of the child. So there are many of you, 
because when you go there is a certain boss over there the devil will enter into him if care is not taken the man will use sexual means to destroy your destiny sometimes a certain traveling door don't go you don't know we are not so spiritual if we ask now what you play when i went to koyako us about you have made it you are successful in life so you see where did we start missing things at this point i'm telling you somebody sat in an airplane went to saudi arabia they are going to make ends meet they died in two weeks they never fulfilled destiny so was there not any way that god could tell them this traveling is against your destiny don't go how many cars did jesus buy i'm not saying buying cars is bad no but it is not destiny put that at the back of your mind the god that created this destiny is in your soul destiny is in your soul and that your soul it was god that made it your soul cannot be something you hold with your own hands no that is to say destiny cannot be touched with a hand if you are touching a car with your hand it is not destiny anything your eyes can see and touch it is not destiny you might not understand what i'm saying i'm telling you you might not get it it is like this destiny is like something we smell so you can smell the aroma of a food in a building you can see the food but the aroma you can never touch it can you touch the aroma of a food can you touch the 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 perfume mm. but you can actually see the perfume and touch it but you cannot you it is something that must the the fragrance is actually something we smell that is how destiny is like it is like an aroma it will manifest but you cannot see and touch it may god help us and open our eyes in the name of the lord jesus sure and listen every destiny be abasa sees will be anon god has specific group of people that will move in line with that destiny so that you understand not everybody in this life will understand your destiny and you too you will never understand everybody's destiny put this at the back of your mind no matter the matter the taste of a food can only be appreciated by the tongue not the eyes the taste of a food can only be appreciated by the tongue not the eyes the eyes will appreciate the food how beautiful it has been dressed in the bowl 
but it's only the tongue that will appreciate its taste the tongue too might not see how the food has been arranged but it will taste it at that point the ears will not have anything to do about the food the nose will also smell have you are you getting something here listen so everybody's destiny when you to mutine you will be a destiny now but yes this is the main reason why Nankupon or special people for every destiny. So if I am an I, the assignment that I am supposed to achieve is to watch and see and look. So all other people that are supposed to watch, see and look will now get close to me and we will become friends. The very day the I become a friend of an ear, the assignments are different they will fight listen to me well i'm helping you that is the reason why they are not demons they are all human beings but the assignment can destroy your own i'm telling you there are times eh, some some of you the way you are you are not supposed to marry certain people i'm telling you the way you are you are never supposed to marry even if you change you need a certain kind of people to marry not some people <laughs> i'm just trying to break things down for you to understand okay they might not understand but that is how god has made it if you try to marry somebody that is not a man of god you are wasting destiny because the way you were made the way you were made if you try to go against the word of god oh, you see yama yama yebre and listen i want to teach us yama mama hoden ni nyansa me pese me kire ye say say ni say ni say ni training kra say na be ya before say we be wo ba no you will know what the child is supposed to achieve and you will watch over the child for the child to fulfill destiny i'm telling you if you're able to do this the reward God has for you in heaven. Ah. I always thank God for my mother. I always thank God for my mother. I know that woman has a reward from above. Because she accepted to bring me forth. I'm telling you. She will give birth to me to be a blessing to generations. If you are meant to be a blessing generations, you know, I think that that is my original destiny, but I might not know that is just 90% of it. And the 10% I will also give birth to another son that will take the nations for Christ. Do you know why? God, He preserves serves generations inside marriage don't just fall in love because you don't understand what destiny is i'm telling you more too much you easily you easily attach yourself to people destiny fulfillment is not emotional emotions can let you destroy your own destiny just feel like loving somebody no i could to attack and by force hey sister do you understand what you are doing 
destiny you see why, why you have wasted your life dating some people uncle siaga this is to let you know that god is god is god is <laughs> we mean god means business i'm telling you he means business oh because you see oh as i see you you are not just here to joke and have fun because there is a certain devil who has seen what you are supposed to fulfill even though you don't even know but there is a devil that has seen it and is finding ways and means to stop it and sometimes the way the easiest way the devil wants to destroy your destiny aside your ignorance of what you are about to fulfill he will push a friend to you and that friend has ended your destiny i'm telling you some of you you became friends with some people they see they see running after men as something easy oh they say they're with their own or bad or your bad dear name maybe said that is when you started developing some things for men now on this how on this ada who be found be a damn for kim i feel uko chabet loto hey you were not like that You are not like that. So you see, I want to let you understand this. The devil, he might not know all things about you, but listen to me carefully, people of God. Let us understand destiny. I'm telling you, let us understand destiny. We are not here to just become great. That is not destiny. Destiny is bigger than that. If that is destiny, and then come believe as Kromo was scanning a fair creature, Christopher, and can hear some fast or party anything. Hm? Get some fast or pan or anything. You are not believer will buy a certain car with a crystal deep, which you know, bought tongues by her car, not Mr. Massa. Massa. So we are believing God that we, we, we are I'm believing God the Lord has shown me a certain year I'm going to write a book on destiny it is it is a serious burden on my heart and I know definitely I'm going to I'm going to bring it out blessed in Jesus mighty name so people of God let us understand destiny what am I am prayer the way God made destiny, you have to think about destiny first. Even if you are about to eat, this is why Paul made a statement. He said, In everything you do, even in your eating and your drinking, let all be to the glory of God. Hey! <laughs> so you see, look at Paul, a man that had whatever would glorify God at the back of his mind. He wants to know, will this glorify God? And the moment something glorifies God, it pushes you forward in destiny. That is it. It is in that that your destiny is. I'm telling you, 
if God says that get away from married men, that means going to connect yourself to a married man in a sexual relationship is a distraction of destiny. Now make a child say, don't have sex before marriage. He's not trying to stop you from experiencing pleasure. That pleasure is not pleasure. It is a distraction of destiny. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. May the Lord help us. Destiny fulfillment is not emotional. So that some of you, you are emotionally so emotionally attached to people that can never help your destiny. And you are so emotionally attached to them, you can't disconnect yourself from them. And the number of years you spend connecting yourself to these people will be the number of years you are wasting your life. Because listen, one of the deceptions the devil will give a man is to let the man think that what they are emotionally feeling or experiencing about somebody is love. Love. It's a feeling that you are feeling towards somebody. You have been deceived. I'm telling you, you have been totally deceived. Do you know why I'm saying that? Can I can I move forward to say what I'm saying in proper? Let me explain. Eh? Love is 95% a decision making it is 95% decision there is a certain feeling in love it is not it is called attraction it is just the 5% of it attraction in fact that is the attraction of Christ is not all the 5% there are a lot of things that will add together to get the rest of the 5% which attraction is part and I want to let you understand that you can never be attracted to only one person is a lie so that you don't put yourself in a certain box you can never be attracted to only one person in fact it is this attraction inside us it is inside the attraction that we have likes you like somebody it is in that attraction that we make friends You can never be friends with somebody you don't like. And do you know what? Under normal circumstance, the 95% part of love, which is seriously decision-making, should have actually controlled your likes and dislikes. So you like this. You like this person. Do you not like him? It must come from a certain realm of decision making. I'm telling you. Because hey, let me let me be plain with you. You can be married. Yeah? You can especially some of you, um, you like fair women. You like um women with shape, you like men with beard, those kind of things. They are things that will attract you. But that is not love. That is not love. If you, want, if you want to know destiny and you want to know love proper, go back to the 95%. That is what will take you a longer period. 
I didn't think how you like fair women. There are about eight, let me say, five billion fair women in this world. But still, you are choosing only one person to marry. It is a decision. That is called love. And only a friend love. I'm telling you. And a whole lot goes into this decision making. So you see, you can decide to be with somebody that your emotions are actually not attracted to. But man of God, if, if I'm not attracted to the person, how, how, how would that relationship work? How would that marriage work? Man of God, if I, you don't know what you are talking about. You are being regulated by the systems of this world. So you are lost. I'm telling you. You are lost. Listen to me. If you have destiny at the back of your mind, you will know marrying a good woman, marrying a woman that has plans for your future and knows your assignment very well is better than marrying a fair woman. Young men, listen to what I'm saying. Because people will say, hey, Charlie, when you, hey, Charlie, your eyes good. I don't know when Obawayekoko fulfilled destiny. What am I trying to say? I'm not saying fair women cannot fulfill destiny. But what I'm saying is that the fairness of a woman is not a fulfillment of destiny. Mm -hmm. Do you know something? I know many prophets. They come to me most of the times. Many prophets, they are crying. They are crying in marriage. Many prophets. Why? Because they married what everybody will clap for. They married the woman that everybody will clap for. And they forgot destiny. Master, do you know why we, we choose? Do you know the reason why we choose people? Don't, uh, you have taste too. Hey, and right now they are dying. I'm telling you, some of them, they can't speak it out. They, they are dying inside. I didn't know why you need to be back for more to the extent that they need to be back to enemy to see where Now the question is, how many times will people talk that this woman is beautiful? How many times will people talk? And the question, another question cries, when the people say this woman is beautiful and you get back to your home, Will the people still be in your home to say this woman is beautiful? This woman is beautiful. No, you are living inside the home with her alone. <laughs> that is when you will know that what people said was outside, but the inside is between you and the woman. I wish I had time to talk much more about destiny. 
Because there are many things that are not destined, but we think they are. Can I start by saying something? Listen to me. If you plan to be a doctor and you become a doctor, you have not fulfilled destiny. Destiny is not anything we can see or touch. <laughs> but what you can see and touch can be a means through which your destiny can be manifested. There is a difference between career and destiny. I want to become a lawyer. And you think that is your destiny? No, 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 no. That is your career. It can be a medium through which your destiny will emerge. Me, I wanted to become a medical doctor. Yes. But I ended up studying medical laboratory science. And later God said, stop the medical laboratory science for now. Come and do my work. At another point in time, I will shift you into the medical school. You will do my work through the medicine. Uh -huh. And later, I will know what to do with you. So you see, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going. Can somebody also say, man, God, God told me that when I get to this age, I will, I will do this. When I get to this point, I will do this. When I get to this point, I will do this. Many of us don't even know that. So we are living our lives based on try, try, try your luck. If I perish, I perish. That is not destiny. I'm telling you, you have to plan. I'm telling you, don't plan with your own ideas and ambitions. No, 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 no. That's not what we are saying. That is not destiny. He will stand in front of 3,000 people and talk to them about women empowerment. Listen to me. That is your ambition. That is not destiny. That is not destiny. Can I see what I'm about to say? Destiny. Write this one down. Destiny. Is more about Christ than yourself. Destiny is more about Christ than yourself. So anything you achieve in this life that you are more in the thing than Christ is not destiny. Let me say it in this way. You can't be a friend of destiny. When you are standing in front of God and you say, God, what is destiny? God will say Christ. It's as simple as that. So Christ is the destiny of God. That destiny is called Christ. And it is in that Christ that we all have roles to play. And yes, your role now you play a woman yes, your destiny. And it is about Christ. So if you become a medical doctor, you need to manifest Christ over there more than yourself. If you become a bank manager or a teller, Christ must be expressed in that more than yourself. So any profession you find yourself in, that you look more of your profession than of Christ, you have missed it. So if right now you are a medical doctor 
we know that Jesus Christ is the one that healed all our diseases. You need to look more of Jesus as a healing doctor than anything. If you are a military personnel, you need to look more like the one that watches over Israel. He sleepeth not nor slumber. You look like Christ who defends his people than yourself. It is in this that destiny is fulfilled. That is why I said, any career in this world can be a medium through which your destiny will emerge. But listen, there are certain careers that are not for you. Simple as that. As simple as that. In Tutia, you are planning, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. And your main focus is to buy houses, buy cars. What are these things doing to Christ? If Christ is not found in it, it is a waste. It is called Babylon. It will be destroyed at the end. That is why if you are believing God to get a car, Christ should be more in the car than yourself. How does it, what do I mean? Now, I am buying a house. I want to buy a house. What will I use the house to do? To push God's kingdom. Even if I am going to be the one that will sleep in the house. What will I use that house to do? To help God's kingdom. And not only myself. That is where destiny is found. That is where destiny is found. So there are many people in Amisha that muska. But they use the money on themselves. They bought they bought gold watches. You be buy your gold. Ring a channel. I cut twenty four carats. Gold one minute be another gold name. <laughs> Let me be plain with you. Okay? If you are so focused on destiny, your life, eh, your life will be intimate life I said that. Let me explain what I mean. Okay? If you are so focused on destiny, destiny has occupied your mind. And I said, one definition for destiny is whatever glorifies god whatever glorifies god is in that that your destiny is found oh tom pabuakra paul said whatever you eat and drink let it be to the glory of god so even eating of food can help you fulfill destiny drinking of water can be a sign that you are in destiny. Let me explain. Let me say something. Destiny is a huge topic, and I wish I had time. There are some of you. The very day you you touch your mouth with alcohol, twenty percent of your destiny will be taken away. You need to struggle. There are some of you. The very day you try. 
to sleep with somebody you are not married to, you will take double effort to fulfill destiny. That is why sometimes you have to say, anyway, anyway, anyway. You might not, you will not, you will not understand. And you see, destiny is greater than life. Sometimes destiny will demand that the food you like best, don't eat it, and don't even eat for two days. Sometimes destiny will demand that. But life will tell you that if you don't eat, you will die. So have you seen that destiny and life are speaking two different things here? It is to let you know that destiny is not life. Sometimes destiny will demand that that guy you call your boyfriend, you disconnect from him. Sometimes destiny will demand that young lady you have built your entire life around, you disconnect from her. Sometimes destiny will demand that well-paid job, you need to quit it. Sometimes destiny will demand that scholarship opportunity, you need to forego it. Destiny! Every, every single step counts in destiny. May the Lord help us. May the Lord order our steps. We will not be at the wrong place. In the name of the Lord Jesus. If we have taken steps on our own that have shifted our destinies, we pray that mercy will be shown to us and that we will be realigned to destiny. I pray that your finances will be released in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you are believing God for money to do anything that will glorify God, I stand in my office as the prophet of God and I declare, by the grace on my father, the major prophet KKD, let that money be released in the name of the Lord Jesus. Anybody that is owing you, I pray the person is paying in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let grace be showered upon your life. From today, whatever you touch will be a blessing in Jesus' precious mighty name. May the Lord release grace upon you to bring Christ into every situation in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Wow. Paul said, when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb to reveal his son in me. This is just the simple definition of the reason why you are here on this earth. You have been separated from your mother's womb to reveal Christ. You have been separated from your mother's womb to reveal Christ. And Christ must be revealed through every dimension. Me called Seth Ousu. Christ will be revealed through my prophetic assignment as a prophet. You as Kobe Chris, Christ will be revealed through your assignment as a prophet. You Christ might be revealed through your assignment as a voice to the voiceless. Even in that realm of career you find yourself. God bless you, Jenny Sheikh. There are many people God is calling them they don't even know. 
in dreams they see things nobody is there to explain to them that is when you will know when your father or mother is not spiritual now discover destiny for fra bread i'm telling you Yeah, you serious, oh? Especially here now, I found the volume in our next spiritual to say, you know, Moses, we are bedding our bed down, no. You have to pray, just be be You have to pray for them. Every every simple thing you have to pray for them, and the people too that are coming towards you as a man of God, it's not easy. But we don't complain in destiny. Listen. No man on the surface of this earth can fulfill destiny in his strength. Debbie. 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 Shebre enya de ni paneshishe. Eya radinyan kupon. Onunku tonu o mahuanhu o ding. Niti midi dish shebre so. Enemi bompa ya mao se. Nyan kupo tum fwa. Adie ni na shenin saseno. Omfan in san toso. Ommawahu o dian. It me did a shebre. A bomb pie a I be a person with chowon quanaso, or a brow brand song ye, and then make cassettias adieno, in fuel sonco. It would Jesus Christ give me. Nanny Nanko Pacano, Emrem, Yari be a little swan, intimate winyan who ding and sorry and fulfilled destiny. Sayariano, a redman in Tunco. Anything that is blocking you from fulfilling destiny. Say say I stand in the grace of God. That is why we are here as prophets to push men to fulfill their destinies. May the grace of the Lord be released upon your life. You will not miss your destiny wherever you find yourself. Hey, Christ will manifest through you. In Jesus' mighty name. Some of you, the reason why you are just at that workplace. Sometimes you want to leave, you want to leave. But but one day you will meet a certain man who will just come and buy something. And you will be pushed to just say a word of blessing to the man and tell the person that God loves you. The person went home, cried and cried and cried. And that day, the person called you. The person received the Lord Jesus. After 15 years, this person has become a great prophet. Raising the dead. Destroying the works of the enemy around people. Do you know what you just did? This is the reason why God brought you to that workplace. You might not know. This is destiny. This is destiny. It might not make sense from the beginning. But continue. It might not make sense. Sometimes there be a rather be pejawa man with destiny fulfilled. No? Beginning your bad time. They will speak evil of your life. Don't be in a hurry to leave. Listen to what God is saying. You might not know that is where God is about to do something great. And son, I want to take his step. I pray for you. Every step that you take, may the Lord God Almighty order your steps. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. 
God bless you. Jenny Sheikh, the Lord bless you and keep you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right. God bless you. I'm going to upload the message right after here. I'll just, um, the title will be Destiny Fulfillment. So you can download and listen to it over and over again. This evening too, we are going to meet exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. And um, we'll go deeper into matters. Hallelujah. God bless you all and keep you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240 We'll meet this evening. Shalom. Bye-bye.